0: What's up, guys? Yo, yo. Welcome to the Worship Point Podcast. Yo, yo. <laughs> what, was, what was that? Your, your eyes went to the back of your head when you made that noise, which is really weird. Welcome to episode number six, and uh, we are glad you are tuning in today, whichever day you're listening to this podcast. I have no idea. It's a fine day. Could could be on Monday. Mm-hmm. It could be on Tuesday. It's probably a day though. It's it probably ends in Y. Yes. So, thank you guys so much for listening. It was cool. We were at AYC, uh, Arkansas Youth Conference, uh, this past weekend, and we set up a booth there for Worship Point, and had several people come by, and we were telling about the telling about what we we're doing with Worship Point. And several of them said, Hey, I listened to the podcast. And so that cool. was super cool. So, shout out to all you who came by the booth and listened to the podcast. Yeah. And and even if you didn't come by the booth or didn't go to Arkansas Youth Conference and you listened to the podcast, shout out to you. Shout out to you. Absolutely. And so to you too. Thanks so much for listening. And uh, we're going to get into a few topics today. But first, as always, Carson, what have you been up to, buddy?
1: Have I been up to, man? Well, while you were at AYC, um, I was on the, let's see, the BFC. <laughs> no, I, I messed that up. <laughs> the big comfy couch. <laughs> oh, the big comfy couch. That's just BCC. B squared. B <laughs> C squared. Um, I have my wisdom teeth cut out of my face. Yeah. And it was a terrible experience.
0: You said, you told us before, as you were going into this, they had to like chisel down your jaw. Is that yeah, true? Yeah. So, to
1: that's, give that's to give a so breakdown, uh, um, you can't see me pointing, but I'm just gonna <laughs> just do this quickly. This word this, tooth was 150, this tooth was one fifty. This tooth was one fifty. This tooth was one fifty. But this tooth was six fifty. What?
0: Yeah. Are you talking about the cost?
1: The cost of it. What? I know they charge by 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 teeth <laughs> by tooth per tooth.
0: That 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 tooth cost five hundred more dollars.
1: Yeah, because. I, I mean I don't know but they had yeah they had to drill in and like dig parts of my jawbone away to get to it because it was lodged
0: <laughs> Ugh.
1: terrible terrible I like it's not a huge surgery I don't think because like everybody gets it done right most people get it done and so I, I figured it wouldn't be that bad, but it was. It was. It, it was a terrible experience, <laughs> and I really don't ever. Well, I'm glad I don't have to do it again. Say,
0: you, yeah, you will not never have to do it again. Yeah. Um. So you have those teeth are worth a thousand over a thousand dollars. Oh wow! Yes, they think, were. If you think about that, could you sell them? Could you resell them, or did you? No, they didn't even
1: give them to me. <laughs> I at least wanted to see because they say the roots are like inch and a half long oh which yeah crazy to me
0: so how was recovery so uh, the surgery itself was not not fun i was free i've never been put under before
1: so i was freaking out <laughs> um, i just not because i like like when i said mom was like well you know where you're gonna go i was like well that's not what i'm freaking out about i'm freaking out because i don't know just what i'm gonna do <laughs> hold, on, on, hold for, on hold on hold
0: on <laughs> hold on go go back so Miss Lisa, Lisa was yeah. She said, "Don't worry, you know, where worry, you know where like <laughs> your your eternity is secure," yeah. <laughs> which is great. So always, always sunny side. Um, that's but, amazing. She was thinking yeah. about your your after the afterlife if you somehow were to die. And that, that was assuring wisdom. Yes. Wisdom tooth surgery,
1: but um, teeth surgery. No, but just like, what am I going to do for those? four hours or i don't know how long it is but because when
0: you're just yeah out i do you just dream do you did you dream of any you I remember really any know dreams
1: uh i like i've passed out once and so i remember like having four thousand little dreams <laughs> and i was only passed out for i guess 10 seconds but it felt like i was out for a long time and so i guess i was just scared of what am i going to do in that long time of dreaming like am i going to go to a terrible place or I don't know but anyway I walked in they put me out like they didn't usually do like the countdown thing like just count back from 100 but um I remember I was like I know y'all can't start operating on me until I pass out so (laughs) I was like do y'all have any major freak out stories you could tell me right quick and they were pretty to the point just no and like, oh, okay,
0: <laughs> just go to sleep. Just go man. to sleep. And I was
1: like, "Well, uh, can you break it down for me scientifically? What happens when you?" <laughs> and then you're gone. I—that's I, the last thing I remember saying. And then I woke up, and I wasn't like too loopy.
0: No, you didn't seem too bad in the video. Yeah, Carson sent us a video of of him. He just looked. His cheeks were just massive. Yeah. And, you didn't seem like you were too too out of it.
1: Like, I can remember the the moment I like I was in the operating chair and I woke up. I mean, having to stand up and walk outside. Yeah. And I, like, I had to remind my dad to get the keyboard to the keyboardist for, for Sunday. So, I remember, like I was I was pretty yeah aware. You could say yeah, I was hoping for a
0: good unawareness. Yeah. So that seems to be like the trend, right? Like parents like yeah. get their kids on on you know video to put on you know YouTube. I, the, I did watch one of the funnier ones I've seen in a long time um, the other day. And it's it's got uh it's got a few bad words because yeah. you know the, the kid's completely out of it. <laughs> but it's uh this kid talks about him. He turns it's this like middle school white kid who turns into like a pimp. Oh, have yeah, you seen that? that. And he keeps talking about going to Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> he's like Dubai is lit, son. <laughs> but like his whole I was th- we were talking about this the other day. How do how do you get to that place? Like I understand you're on drugs. Like I understand like there's there's something not right about you in this moment. But like this kid had an alter ego. Like this, like this was like a, yeah. a, a different person.
1: Like, what if he walks around with that person suppressed, <laughs> right, every single day? Yeah
0: is is it is it in like his, is it within him that that's like there? Yeah, and then the you know the medication like pushes that out. <laughs> like that it, it that thought drives me crazy. I'm not into like, is that would that be psychology or like what 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 type I guess of study so. like, would Like that your be?
1: your your deepest parts. Like, like how you view yourself almost comes out
0: yeah like so this kid is a is a pimp so maybe maybe, maybe I don't, it pushes it, out yeah maybe it does but that but then that's also it's like <laughs> this th- I mean it's weird because it's just a completely different person oh, and like Dubai? yeah and so I haven't had any like crazy stories like that but did you have your teeth cut out no I have my I still have my wisdom teeth yeah. my wisdom teeth uh, they will come out every like couple months they'll they'll appear it's like kind of like groundhog groundhog day okay, okay they they pop out and they show themselves for like like maybe three or four days and then they'll retract and what? go and go back in like my entire life or ever since wisdom teeth became a do your gums move um i guess i feel like those are
1: pretty set or well i don't know they, they emerge
0: i don't know that's weird i'm just i'm you just look i'm just lucky and i'm also hoping yeah, that one day mouth. that they <laughs> one day they don't just say hey we're here to oh, stay. stay like i feel like that would be horrible so all right well uh what about you man yeah we've been up to uh we've been up to this new thing we kind of most of the band is doing it mm-hmm. um some are not i guess you kind of started but then you your wisdom teeth removal kind of. I'm back on it. I'm ba- I are you back on it? D- I started over today. Okay, I know Cody's not doing it. Um, yeah. But me and Kimberly and Zach and my wife um, are involved. We're doing a thing called Whole Thirty. Whole Thirty. Which is, I guess, a form of a diet. It's a. It's a it's just. A, it's a lifestyle, man. It's supposed to be a lifestyle. Yeah, no. no. <laughs> it's but a, it's a diet. Uh, we started April first and basically uh means no sugar no bread no no gluten right no gluten or wheat or yeah yeah no grains, grains. yeah there you go so no pasta it no means rice no, no rice so yeah that's kind of depressing isn't it it is but you know what it's been pretty good i i must admit it's been it's been good my big goal with it was to just kick like the major sugary things yeah and so that's helped a lot, and then drink lots more water. Uh-huh. So that's that's helped because I've been drinking a lot of water. Do you feel better? I honestly don't necessarily feel any different at this time, but uh, I have lost a little bit of weight. Okay. Even with even with the short amount of time, so that's a positive. Or was it, it's been two weeks. We've, we yeah, we Today's uh yeah. It's been thirteen days so 13 far. Thirteen days. Almost? So we're almost yeah, yeah. almost halfway through. And so, uh, so it's been a positive experience other than uh, I will uh, warn you, if you're ever interested in doing Whole30, there is one restaurant, and I'm, I apologize if you're uh, employed by them or own one of these restaurants, but there is one restaurant that I would recommend avoiding just in my personal experience do do tell I'll, I'll also say this it's very hard to be on whole 30 and go to restaurants oh yeah like period so you kind of have to you kind of have to prep and do a lot of your own meals which is great um the, there's really only been one one meal um that has just not sat well in my belly and uh, that happens to be from Chipotle oh. Chipotle which is normally uh, i've i've had okay experiences at chipotle before but at chipotle they you can only get uh chorizo which is like the pork uh yeah so i had to get like a salad with with chorizo Chorizo. and guac guacamole which i'm a big fan of yes and um yeah it's it i i got it one time um during ayc weekend and uh yeah, the next—that's not a good weekend that, to do it. That night, that night was not not pleasant. And then um, the other day, I was in a rush, and I was like, "I gotta eat something quick." And so I was like, "Here's a Chipotle. I'm gonna run in and grab that salad." I was hoping it was just you know like mm. a bad first experience with it. Two, but two in a row. So I'm done. I'm done. And it's uh, made its mark, man. So Chipotle. I mean, you're typically a good restaurant. I usually get like yeah. a big like a chicken burrito or something, but. The, no, no <laughs> the, <Chorizo's laughs> the chorizo is a no, no go. Chorizo is a no go. So, No-zo. yeah. But other, than, other than that, whole 30 is going pretty well. So, um, and I think ultimately, like I said, my, my goal with it was to be able to kick the sweets, like the major sweets, um, you know, cookies and candy and cupcakes and that, that type of stuff. And, uh, I haven't really been craving that stuff. Um, and the same thing with like sodas, I haven't been craving sodas. Like all I want to drink is water, yes. which is good. And so, uh, so I feel like I, it's been a success. Even if we were to end it today, I don't feel like I would, I would, I would go back to the will. At least not for now. made its mark, man. <laughs> I said that twice now, but. You said what? It's made its mark. It's made its, it's made its mark. So, all right, well today we're going to get into a topic that has kind of been on, my mind for the last couple of weeks, and uh, this is this is something that I think will just be um, kind of a practical thing for for people who are involved in music and involved in um, maybe playing in a band or, or, or leading for your church or whatever capacity that uh, that you stand in front of people and uh, with with this kind of goal to uh, to lead them and to. Uh, to sing with them and to whatever, whatever that looks like for you. And, uh, so today we want to talk about engaging how, like, what are some best tips that we've learned or what are some things that we've discovered over the years about engaging the people that we are leading and yeah. in, in the capacity. And, and we'll get specifically into the, to the area of music. Um, but it really like ultimately at the end of the day, it kind of falls in every area of like, if you're put in position, um, that you're on a stage, or if you're in front of people presenting something, I mean, this kind of goes with all of that, t- to be honest. Because um, it, to me, it is, it, to me, it's, it is very important to be engaging and to not just sit, get up there, um, play the songs, and, and and leave. Like, yeah, you know. And so, so that's what we're going to get into today. Uh, just, just on that initial, like, dropping of like, this is what we're going to get into, Carson. What is, what are some things you've seen over the years? In terms of like maybe the um, some struggles you've seen with people and how they engage or how they don't engage or you know what what are some things that just automatically uh, pop in your mind there of the engagement question?
1: Well, the first thing that pops into my mind when you say engage and we're going to choose the platform of le- of leading worship and um, is is that. Let's give a hand clap of praise.
0: <laughs> let's give a hand clap of or, praise. Or let's get
1: let's give Jesus a round of or a clap. I don't even it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so so when people when people say it's kind of like when the, when the, when something awkward happens or like there's an awkward silence or anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like a oh, let's just give a Jesus a hand clap of praise. <laughs> <laughs> a hand clap of praise.
0: Yeah. And and even even if they don't word it like that. <laughs> it's
1: just not a good feeler.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so in this instance, it's about maybe avoid, avoid just the awkwardness of yeah. giving Jesus a hand clap of, of praise. So, <laughs> that we can get off on a tangent with that. So, yeah, I,
1: I guess I would say, um, first thing that comes to my mind is just know where you're going if you're going to engage somebody. Yeah. Or know where you're going to take them. Kind of like we we've, we've talked about the, uh, the tour guide. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, if you know that reference, then if I go to a museum and the tour guide has no clue where he wants to take us, we're going to be in for quite a ride. Yeah. Um, sure. <laughs> may, maybe not the most enjoyable. No. We probably wouldn't know too much about the museum. At right.
0: At the end of it. Yeah. So, so one element you would say is if you're going to engage, then... Know where you're going, yeah, kind of have an end game in mind, yeah, or at least a, at least a route in, in mind.
1: It's kind, it's kind of like it's kind of like the uh, the holes in my mouth right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll
1: compare it to that. Okay, so when I put food in my mouth, I have the intention on it going down my throat to my stomach. <laughs> yeah, but when they get sidetracked and go into the holes in the side of my mouth, yeah, it causes a big upset. <laughs> something I do not wish to happen, <laughs> and then I'd spend extra time getting them out of the holes. <laughs> right so so avoid avoid those direction is good <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah that's great um yeah so I, I think the reason why this is this has been on my mind um, lately I, I've, I've been to a few different um, gatherings or worship services and um, and there there were a few things that happened through the course of these and um, the biggest the biggest thing the first one was, that there was little to no engagement. Yeah. Like there was, it, it felt um, it felt like, hey, we're just gonna we're gonna come in and we're gonna we're gonna play through these songs and then we're gonna get out, you know, and um, and and uh, you know in in that in that scenario, I think the struggle is, especially if, you know, it may it may not be as bad in a setting of you know and i still think it's kind of i still i still don't personally think it's a good look to just you know play the music and get out i i I do think i do think our 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 job our role in that is to is to highlight like what we're singing and why we're singing it and i I think it i think it helps a a ton to to show how scripture points to the things that we're singing and, and i think all that happens within the dialogue um and in the songs themselves obviously should should point to the Bible too, like yeah. you know, and, and speak to that. But I, I think if you just show up and you just play the music, um, and, I, and I, a lot of this I was thinking about in the context of being in maybe a band who are leading leading for people that you don't really know. Mm-hmm. So there's no prior relationship there. Um, they're seeing you for the first time, and and I think if you if you set out to Okay, hey, we're gonna just go in this, and we're gonna play the music, and we're gonna play it extremely well, and um, and then we're gonna let that speak for it for itself. Um, there's no like you make zero connection with yeah. the, with the people there. Um, I always I always like to think of uh, of of leading as like we're we're literally setting out on this like journey or this adventure together, and the way that we pick the songs that we do and the order of the songs that we do them and the way that we structure a lot of the things we do, it's, it's take, we want to take them from this place of, of, of like getting our hearts, like knowing what we're singing, why we're singing it, stirring our hearts and our affections for God. Cause a lot of times when we first come into a a building or a, a place, like we're just not ready to sing all the time. And, and, uh, and so, so if there's like intentionality in the way that you design and prepare, you know, to lead people, uh, but then also speaking into them, like if you don't know these people, uh, I know that seems like it could be a hard thing, but the reality is people are people, you know, yeah. like people, uh, everywhere we go, are, you know, deal with and walk through the same, the same things. Um, and so even if it's people you don't, you don't know or have a pre- previous relationship with, uh, they're they are people with lives and families and uh, they're people who are going are students who are going through school and dealing with boyfriend and girlfriend relationships yeah. and they're dealing with the stress of uh, of like schoolwork and homework and grades and um, dealing with sport like so r- regardless of where you go uh, people are people well, like yeah. and, and they they're gonna have a lot of the same. Positive and negative issues, like stuff going on in their life, and so, um, but I, so I think use that, like use use your own experiences and use the things that um, that you've seen happen within your own world, in your own home church, or your own, um, you know, even your own life, and say, hey, this is something i I'm I'm walking through. This is yeah. something I'm seeing. This is the way that God's working in me, um, and just take moments. I think between songs it doesn't you don't have to do it between every song you don't have to do it um in fact i don't even think i think if you're like going back to what you said if you're if you're smart about it and you have a plan with it um i think can be dropped in at the right time and just just a way for people to know that like you're a real person (laughs) who who is not a perfect like necessarily a perfect person or a perfect worship leader but but like you love jesus and you just you love to to uh to get up there and, and to sing and to to celebrate who he is and what he's done. That, that's kind of my, my, my mindset with it is like this idea of just just getting up and not not interacting and not not feeling like you want to be connected with the people that you're there yeah. with. I think that's a struggle. Have you seen that? I, I mean, what, what have you seen with that? So, you know, a, a bunch of our friends went to, uh, I guess, Memphis and went to
1: a, a Johnny Swim concert. Mm. And they came back. And I like, oh, just went on and on for days. Yeah, And like people who had never even heard them bought tickets and went just because it was like a, a, a crowd yeah. going. And they yeah. came back. It was like, oh, my new favorite band is Johnny Swim. Right. And so Johnny Swim, which if you don't know them, it's a, it's a husband and a wife. Yeah, amazing. They're incredible musicians. Yeah. And it's just them, and they have a guitar, and they can both sing beautifully. Yeah. I, they could probably just stand up there and talk to each other like everybody always comments on the like the relationship and the engagement that they have between the two of them yeah yeah like they're just in this world of like <laughs> love of like with each other yeah yeah and the way they look at each other is like gosh they're beautiful or like <laughs> like is my wife so cool <laughs> yeah um, and they even like they say stuff like that and yeah. so they they draw people in with their charisma of of each other and um as well as the fact that they have wonderful music. And so their end goal is, yeah. is to to make fans, like, yeah. to draw people to them too and draw people to the music to their music. right. And so they bring you in and they want you to, like they teach you parts of songs, mm-hmm. the way they present it. They want you to, to come alongside them and yep. celebrate their music.
0: right.
1: And so that's their goal and they do it beautifully. And thinking about like when we go to, like you said, like when, when you're playing for a group of people you don't even know, like like number one, it's really easy to captivate people's attention. Yeah. A typical person in America, forty percent of their day is spent looking at stuff on their phone. They have no like <laughs> really interest in, but they're just reading it. Yeah. And, Like it's it's not that hard to captivate somebody's <laughs> attention. Um, and two, our goal should be to captivate people like with the King. Like, yeah. I like that phrase. Absolutely. And 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 so like like yeah like the tools that we're given like the stories, scripture. Like just beautiful words, um, and and the lyrics, of the songs, the way we map them out and playing them, like you said, the ultimate goal is 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 not for people to listen to you, and and like our, our goal shouldn't be to captivate people or make fans, right? Or or to really our, our the end goal shouldn't be just to connect you with this awesome music that we're playing, right? Like if our goal is is that, and that needs to be checked, but like I, I want I want people to to be seriously just captivated with how awesome the king is, yeah. And have an encounter with them, yeah. And uh, and so I, I think that was cool. Like, like I, I, you can see how what people use to captivate people in the secular sense, like in right. those, those concerts like that, and then how we turn that to. I think a big thing for me, question: If you were to ask me that a couple of years, or even just anytime time I'm put on stage, like, mm-hmm. do I want people to celebrate me, yeah, up here, or do I want people to celebrate Jesus? And that usually changes the dialogue that that I tend to choose.
0: Yeah and I think so I think within that you know we talked about we talked about how there are <laughs> we've seen people who are like their task and their goal is to is to lead uh people to to Jesus to see and to respond to him and they don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Then there's the opposite extreme. Yeah. Of people who are o- almost over-engaging. Oh yeah. Right? Who like you said and even in a lot of ways it it may come across as like the music kind of is secondary. I want you to be impressed by me. Yeah. Like I want you to be impressed by the way that I, um, that I, the char- the charisma that I have, or the the stage presence, or the you know whatever whatever that that may be, and um, so there's an over there's almost like an over engaging. Yeah, I've got al- this corny sm- smile on my face <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> yeah, right. And and you uh, and and sometimes and we kind of talked about this a little bit last week. Even in that. Um, it can come across as fake, like it can come across as insincere, and it can come across as as too showy, and almost to this to this place where it becomes a, it becomes a distraction, yeah, um, from from achieving our goal, right, yeah. of en- engaging people with with who Jesus is. Then there's uh, another side of this that I've seen is worship point. We've been working with a team um, at Mount Carmel and Cabot, and we've been working with their students. And we, we absolutely love them and oh, yeah. and they're, they're very talented. Like, uh, these students can, can play, uh, play music well, they can sing well. Uh, but one thing that they, one thing that they, they struggle with, and we talked about this last night mm-hmm. is uh, like the way that they appear on stage okay. as, is as, as if they are, they don't mean anything they're saying yeah. or they're like singing and they're. They seem almost sad, like you know when, when they're up there. and they're not sad people because we've been around them. They're fun, like they're outgoing, they joke all the time. but it's like as soon as as soon as we start playing, they I don't know if they're just so into it or like so nervous about like you know whatever. and I'm sure that probably has a lot to do with it. It's just the nerves of it all. but um, so like yeah, yesterday we were going through rehearsal, going through the songs they were the girls the girls were singing along and again I, we love these people so this is this is us being like hopefully constructive criticism to yeah them. yeah and we i told them this to their face so this is not uh this is not you know something i'm just bringing up here is they sang and they sounded good but everything was so dead like there was no excitement or joy or passion and their the way they were singing um their faces seemed like scared to death and um so we got done and i and i said girls y'all sound great mm-hmm. but you are boring me so <laughs> bad yeah. and and again you got to be careful of that i understand because our goal is not to entertain yeah it's not but it, there's the balance there because you are supposed i i do feel like you're in we're in position to engage people yeah and to use not only the music that we have, but our stories and our, um, our testimonies and our, the things we've experienced. I think we're supposed to, I, I know we're supposed to share those things even in that context yeah. and that setting. And even to a place of like, okay, if God has done a work in me and mm-hmm. God has changed my life. And if I believe the things that I'm singing, it's, it should be evident. Like it yeah. should be evident. And, um, you know, we, we've, there's that term, and you've—I think you've—you've you've used it before in a teaching moment—is a problem um, that we see in a lot of our churches because it feels like, like too often, it feels like our church services are funeral, like funeral yeah, services. Yeah. You've talked about that a little bit before, haven't you? Yeah, just like it, I used to—I th- used to think like we have to be
1: solemn. I have to look almost uncomfortable, <laughs> like because if I'm comfortable, then I'm honestly not walking with Jesus right, because. Um, <laughs> I like I, I remember we had a we had a girl sing for the first time, mm-hmm. and so our like Joey our pastor, walked up on stage and he, and, it, and Joey's like really enthusiastic, right. It's about everything, <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, like I'll never forget this. This was awesome. He, he's like, hey, so I just want to I want to focus for one point, one second on on body language. Mm-hmm. He's like, when our people come or when new people come in here, they're going to be looking at how your body, like, at what it's saying, yeah. And so let's just ask the question: What is our body language saying right now? Is it saying that like, "Hey, I am like, I have been ransomed. Like, I I am been adopted by the King. Yeah, I've got a new heritage. Like, I am I'm a child of God, yeah. and not in a boastful way, but like. And also, does it say that like, Jesus makes you happy? Like, like yeah, a, a like a self help. Does Jesus make you happy? And like, yeah. oh, so I'm just full of joy and yeah. giddy me, like right. And not not that's a bad thing at all, but also like, well, does does Jesus make you? Sad. You look very sad. <laughs> you
0: look sad. Yeah, you look sad. Yeah. Like, and that doesn't make you know. It doesn't make any sense because yeah. like, the, like what he's done for us does, is not a sad thing. It's something to celebrate. Yeah. And even if it's in, even if it's in like a fun, happy song, or even if it's in a like a more serious, solemn song, it's still the same. Like, yeah. it's still a reason to celebrate. And um, and and so I I do think again the goal is not entertainment. So there's this balance and don't, please don't hear me wrong because uh, I don't want to hear, I don't want have people, you know, emailing us saying, yeah. saying oh, you're just looking to, to put on a show for people. No, I, I, I'm really not. But I do, I do think if we want to lead people well, uh, I think our life needs to reflect a life of joy and happiness mm. and purpose in Jesus. And I think we need to lead people in that space. Yeah. And I think our body language does say a lot about what we do. I think the way that we sing, and like um, the passion in which those words come out of our mouth and come out of us, like I think there needs to be something there that yeah. ex- that excites people and that stirs them up for for wanting to know more about uh, who God is and um, and wanting to celebrate Him. And so, I I, I I agree. I think body language is a huge thing. Um, I think I think people should want to want to follow our lead and our joy and our purpose in in what we're doing. And so so that's our uh, that's our encouragement to you guys is this. And and listen, there's there's other ways uh, we could get into and uh, we'll we'll do so probably in future podcasts just as we as we see them and as they they come into our mind. But I, I think it's having a healthy balance when it comes to engaging the people that we're supposed to be leading. I think it's about, I don't think we should just get up there, play the music, and then walk off. Um, I think we should take people on a journey Yeah, and um, let them see inside us. Let them see inside how we are responding to Jesus. And again, some people do this in different ways. Some people are funny and they tell jokes and so, in between stuff. And some people um, are a little more serious when they engage. And um, I'm not telling you to that you have to, and you talked about this last week I'm not telling you, you have to fit into a cookie cutter model of anything yeah. I just I just think it's really important for us to to know when we're on a stage and especially that I think that also really helps me is when I'm on a stage and I try to engage with the crowd and I try to engage with the people that are in front of me I do that my, my intention with that is always to do it to make us feel like we're all in this together. Yeah. Not a, hey, we're gonna entertain you and we're we're gonna put on a show. Yeah. The way that I try to interact um with people and engage people is, hey, we're in this together. Like we're yeah, we're, you're you're here, I'm here. Just because we're on a stage and we you know, we have lights on us does not mean that we're in we are in an elevated position. Of uh, you know that gut, we're closer to God in this moment, and so that's that's the reason why I engage people is to make them feel like we're all in this together. Yeah, um, I I think for um,
1: just for for me that that too, but but also I I like when when the engagement from the stage is almost the same as it would be f- to a face to face conversation. Yeah, I guess for the, the word I would I would I would go for with in, in when I'm planning out in my goals is. Right. Is like a real, a real, enc- a real encounter with a, like a person. Yeah, yeah. And so not to be cheesy or like <laughs> mush it up or anything, but hey, this is God, and yeah. this is the time we want to adore Him, <laughs> right? And so we're gonna present this, and yeah, like the mood's probably gonna
0: change throughout that. Huh? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I like it. Hopefully, this all makes sense to you guys, and, yeah. and you know, th- these are things we're just learning and we're seeing and discovering. Um, and, you know, the, even the reason it popped in my head this week is is because, you know, it, it's something it's something that, you know, we constantly have to, uh, you know, again, check ourselves with the motives and the reasons why we would want to engage a crowd. Is it about, about drawing them into us and our personality or is it engaging them with the hope of bringing them in this thing together to take them on a journey to point them to Jesus and celebrate Jesus together? Like Carson said, is it about like, hey, this is just my dialogue this is just the conversation I'm having um whether I'm on a stage or if i'm I'm talking with people face to face you know before you know we meet or just in a coffee house or wherever that is you know should it all look the same and I think I think to a large degree it's just it should um some people have different personalities I, f- I have found that there are a lot of worship leaders um, or a lot of sing- lead singers of yeah. worship bands who are very introverted mm-hmm. people. Like that seems to be a common, yeah. um, a common find. And I, I'm introverted in, in a lot of ways. Um, I'm definitely not like this um, life of the party personality. Um, but but it seems like when I'm given the position to be on stage, and yeah. when I'm given the position to be in the place that I am, I'm in, I've been given the authority to uh, to lead people in that context. I want to use that time, and I want to use that opportunity as best as i can to make it about jesus Mm -hmm. and so so whether you're introverted or not you know like i still think there's ways that you can your personality can shine through and you can engage people and and love people and lead well yeah and uh don't over engage like to where it becomes a show or it becomes about you it's not your job to preach a sermon (laughs) (laughs) yeah true um, and then also sing with passion and joy and purpose and, and even, and play music with that too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Sometimes, you know, um, we talk a lot about the singers cause y- you hear it in their voice. It doesn't, yeah. you don't hear the passion, but there's a lot of instrumentalists who they're just sitting there looking at their, their chord chart Yeah. and they're just, Hey, I'm just going to get by. Like, I'm just going to play and make sure I hit these chords. Right. And I'm never going to look up for my, my chord charts yeah. and I'm just going to like, I'm up here just to just to do my job and leave. Um, I think there's even something, and again, we'll probably get into this in another <laughs> another yeah. podcast. But I think there's something to say for even the musicians and other people like of engaging um, the people you lead. And then above all else, let me re- let us remind you: this is um, as worship leaders, this is something we do on and off stage. Yeah. And so, how do you engage people yeah. off the stage? Says just as much about you um, as a worship leader than it does how you engage people on the stage. Yeah, And so, um, and so that's our encouragement to you guys today. Hopefully that all makes sense. And, and that, that challenges you to think about the way that you engage people when you're given the opportunity. And, uh, if you have any questions about it, or if you have any other ideas on or thoughts, we would love to hear from you. Um, we don't have a lot of places to reach us, We've kind of been thinking through some different options of making it easier for people, but right now, the best way to reach us and contact us and share your heart and share your questions and all those things is through our Gmail, and so we have worshippointpodcast at gmail.com. You can reach us there. Obviously, you can listen to this podcast. You're listening to it either through SoundCloud or iTunes, and you can also... Find it on our website, Point, theworshippoint.com. The and uh, we would love for you to share this. Uh, send it to people if you find any value in what we're doing. Um, yeah. If you if it helps encourage you or makes you laugh or um, just challenges you in any way. And uh, we would love for you to share that with other people. That that helps us get spread the word about it. Appreciate you guys listening and being part of this community. And uh, we've got some cool stuff uh, in the works uh, coming up in the next few weeks. And uh, Carson and I, and I have talked about this. Um, we've decided to make this a uh, every two-week two podcast. Week and that allows us to have more time to think through topics and kind of prepare some some different things and gives us time to promote, kind of promote each episode a little, yeah. a little bit more instead of just saying, oh, here it is, here it is, here it is. Um, we're just in a position where we like here it is. Yeah. We'll just softly no, no. <laughs> present it to you on a pillow and say, Hey, enjoy epi- this episode of the podcast. Right. So we, uh, we decided to do this every two weeks. And, um, and so we're excited about that. We got some plans ahead for bringing in some special guests, uh, to join us who are involved in other areas. And so those are all exciting things that we want to get to. And, uh, and we will. And so thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Hope you guys have a great week. I don't this uh, this podcast will drop after Easter, but um, we hope. So I guess we'll say I hope you guys had a great time mm. celebrating the resurrection of Jesus. Yes, because uh, that's what it's all about. And um, and so celebrate that. Hope you guys had a great service at mm. your church and whatever capacity that you you worship in and um so that's it so we'll see you guys next time on the worship point podcast all right bye